Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Today I want to encourage us all to value ourselves. I want us to be alert to those opportunities that come to us, those sneaky suggestions that we're less than, and to counter that with a pep talk, but really one that comes from truth. The feeling of inferiority we may entertain, either regularly or in certain circumstances, may feel reasonable, but it's not the reality of who you are. So in psychology, they might call these thoughts about oneself an inferiority complex defined as an intense personal feeling of inadequacy, often resulting in the belief that one is in some way deficient or inferior to others. These intense feelings may seem valid and strong. We may be able to come up with a thousand reasons why we are deficient. We may respond to others' comments by feeling, even when we do defend ourselves, that maybe they were right. We're probably lacking in something, or they wouldn't have said that. We tend to allow others' opinions to drive our own self-worth, as if others' opinions are truth, divine truth. Eleanor Roosevelt said this, which I think is really good. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It's our agreement with their assessment that makes us feel inferior. It's our consent to believing their views that makes us feel unworthy and adequate. We not only feel inferior, we have made another, in their words and thoughts, superior, more wise, more true. We've allowed ourselves to be compared against something or someone. Well, let me tell you, you are incomparable. You are unique. You are made of God's superior qualities and for his holy and grand purpose. There's nothing inferior in God, no quality of his out of which he made us that's insufficient or even that can wear out or be outdated or get dingy or lose power or lose beauty. You are like no one else, so you can't be compared to anyone else. You show forth God's superior qualities in a way that only you can, and they are very good, as the Bible says of the true man that God created. He beheld all he made, and it was very good. Not just good, very good, really excellent. So the sense of inferiority is based on a human evaluation. The allure of the personal view of ourselves as being flawed, and mostly as not carrying off in the world the characteristics that we believe we should in a better way. But, you know, even our awareness that we could be better means that we have a sense of what is valuable. So we already have it in us if we recognize those valuable qualities in others. Specific human actions, especially the grander ones we see expressed in the news and social media, give us a measure that is in itself flawed. We can't compare ourselves to others based on the limited information that's being presented to us. Nor should we seek to feel superior to others by assuming some flaw in them. That can be a way for us to pump ourselves up by putting someone else down, which isn't a particularly admirable thing to do. Nor is it based on truth. 
some big egos, people that seem arrogant or overconfident are often said to be overcompensating for their own inferiority complex. Unfortunately, our personal doubts seem to be our go-to for evaluation of self and the resulting behavior, either putting on an act of superiority or cowering away and losing faith in ourselves. We can all be superior, not to one another, but superior in quality. We can refuse to consent to a classification by others or by ourselves of inferiority. And we can do this by standing firmly on the truth. You know, we tend to focus on the negative about ourselves. We even make excuses when we get a compliment at times. But we can begin to recognize that we're doing this and stay on our own sides because this is God's side. He made you very good. He didn't make someone else better. We can certainly learn from constructive criticism but it should not make us doubt the quality of our being or our legitimacy in some work or some aspect of life. We can weigh what people say to us and about us and take only what feels truly correct and valid. These are opportunities for growth, and that feels empowering, not denigrating. Otherwise, we can pause and just remember who we are, who God made, and relish our specialness, our worthiness, And be open to the reward of recognizing this. The most important reward, I think, is a sense of freedom to be ourselves. It's an awareness of opportunity and a more fearless approach to engaging in life in ways that are new and interesting and right for us. We can be grateful to God for creating us to be ourselves. Each of us equal in his sight. And he loves each of us. Not because he loves us in spite of our flaws, but because he loves us in all our true glory. Let the divine creator tell you who you are. I'm going to end with this. It's Psalms 139, verse 14 from the voice translation. I will offer you my grateful heart, for I am your unique creation, filled with wonder and awe. You have approached even the smallest details with excellence, Your works are wonderful. I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or thoughts or would like to talk more, please reach out to me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.